Welcome to the first episode of the Stay Gay Podcast. My name is Savannah, and I am a self-proclaimed baby gay looking to have conversations about gay stuff. And I am so happy that you're here. Today, I wanted to start things off, start the podcast off with kind of a pretty basic question. I do understand that going into this. Um, But the question is how I knew I was gay. And how I'm going to do this, if you didn't listen to the trailer, every week I'm going to my Instagram and I'm going to be asking questions to you guys like this, how I knew I was gay. And I want you to tell me, I um, everything's going to be anonymous. This is a very safe space. I don't want anyone to feel like their deepest, darkest secrets are going to be thrown out to the world. Um, unless you give me permission to, then I will 100% name drop you. But I also want this to be a place where if you feel like something that you've done is like not normal, I can 100% guarantee that there are there are lots of people out there that are thinking that might be doing the same things like you are. So this is a place for you to feel included. This is a place for you to feel safe. This is a place for you to just live out your authentic weirdo self. And I am so happy that you're here. You know, like I said, today's topic is a light one. It's how I knew I was gay. There's some, you guys, you guys delivered. And I'm, if this shows kind of like how this podcast is going to go, I'm very excited for the future because this is good. I'm kind of, I'm also going to put in my, how I knew I was gay moments as well, which I really hope my parents aren't listening, but you know, if they are high, I'm, I'm gay and here we, here we are. Um, but yeah, these are, they're pretty, they're pretty cool. I mean, not cool. They're funny and great. And, um, anyway, this is the part that like not having a co-host kind of, it kind of sucks. Uh, I, if you guys didn't know, I have another podcast called Are You Serial? And I host that with my roommate and we can kind of go off of each other. But now I'm just lonesome with my two dogs. Um, so if you hear dog stuff in the background, it's because I have two dogs and they're doing dog things and I'm not going to stop them. This, like I said, is a safe space for you to come be your, be your weird, kooky, authentic twinkly selves and i'm so happy that you're here so welcome queer cuties and let's get into the episode all right queer cuties i went to my instagram and i asked you guys the most basic of basic questions that i think um i feel like when everybody is gay I they get the question of like oh well how did you know and so I'm personally loved asking this question because I love hearing people's answers because they're they're always so funny they're like when they tell you you're like oh yeah I did that too oh oh yeah I also did that and so I just wanted to see how you know in cahoots we all are um, as a queer community. And it turns out we're all pretty in coats. Uh, if you want to be a part of future episodes, be sure to follow me at Sav Shave. That's probably where I'm going to be asking the majority of the questions to start off. Um, but then it'll transfer over to the podcast's Instagram, which is at stay gay pod. How I knew I was gay. Um, our first person who answered said, I knew I was gay when I had my Barbies kiss and do other things. And I think that this is something every queer person 
who like to play with Barbies did. I remember, or dolls of some sort. I do remember when I was a kid, I always had my American Girl dolls. I, oh my gosh, I distinctly remember this moment. I don't remember how old I was. I, we had this room in my house growing up called the American Girl doll room. And I was one of those kids that had all the American Girl dolls. I'm so sorry. Don't judge me. But I remember having two of them go to like this luau. Kaylee was one of them. And I forget what the other doll that I had was. Um, may have been Kit, queer icon Kit. Um, but I remember they went to this luau or this like outdoor party for Kaylee and she, I had them like hold hands and I had them smooch a little bit. And I also remember my dad walking past the door and looking in and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, well, they don't make like boy American girl doll. So I had to pretend that this girl was a boy and he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Phew. Um, so I totally get that. Um, I think that's a moment where you're kind of like given a little bit of independence as a kid. And so you're able to just kind of create a world that you want a little bit too. Having the Barbie's kiss is a is a big thing. I think everybody has that universal like, oh, I had my dolls kiss at one point or I had my action figures kiss, whatever you played with. Um, And I thought that was pretty funny. So thank you so much for that and for taking me down memory lane. The next one that we have. Oh, yeah, this is another common one, I think. And I love it. Um, When you're out and about, they said they this person personally said, um, I was out on the boardwalk with my family and there was a group of teenagers eating ice cream at a local ice cream spot. They were all outside laughing and they caught my eye. I looked over and realized I was only looking at the girls and not looking at the boys. I didn't know exactly what that meant, but now I realize I am hella gay. Yes. Yes, you are. I don't mean to like put a label on you, but you are very gay. And thank you so much for, for telling us that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can only imagine the the thought going through your head being like, oh my God, why am I only looking? Or like the thought going through your head like, oh my God, I've been looking at this one girl for like 15 minutes. Like what the, what the hell? The boardwalk is a very sexual place. I don't know why. Maybe because a lot of like romantic things happen on boardwalks. Like you have the arcade, you have a lot of... Um, Like you have sometimes like amusement park rides where you can like be like cute and like cozy up to somebody. So I don't know. I think having a queer moment on a boardwalk, that would be like really cool. I'm just saying. I'm just spitballing here. I don't know if my girlfriend's listening. Probably not. But if you are, maybe we could go on a date on a boardwalk or something. I don't know. Live out a queer fantasy. I don't know. My goodness. Ugh. Okay, so somebody else wrote in internalized homophobia, which I do want to do an entire episode dedicated to because I personally struggled with internalized homophobia for probably 24 years of my life, 25 if I'm being 100% real. I it, it it's it sucks and sometimes even to this day, it's something I'm working on every single day and I feel if you have struggled it, this kind of piggybacks off of religious trauma as well um but if you have struggled with something like that I feel having a full conversation that's a that's an episode I want to have like 
a guest on, I think, because <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that whole thing by myself. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Um, all I knew is that I was gay and I was very ashamed of it. Me, I don't want to put words in this person's mouth, obviously, but I think they probably were attracted to somebody um, of the same sex and didn't truly understand why and then heard somewhere that that was bad and was trying to battle it. And so I hope that you're living a true, authentic, happy life now, truly. All right, on to the next one. I knew I was gay because when I was in fifth grade, I was on a field hockey team for my school. LOL. Same. I, it was an all females team and we had practice three days a week. We would practice by doing the basic skills, running around the field, throwing balls into, (laughs) oh God, sports. But my favorite part of the entire practice was when we were finished and I got to go into the locker room and talk about girl stuff. I knew I was attracted to this one specific girl on my team. We'll call her Janet. Damn it, Janet. I love you. Anyway, um, we'll call her Janet. She was a friend of mine and definitely now being older, realized 100% my type. Now, saying that we were in fifth grade, a little debatable. Everybody was my type. <laughs> I remember this one time she was brushing her hair and getting ready for a date with the, with a popular boy in our class. And I was so jealous that I didn't talk to her for a week. She thought I was mad at her for something that happened at field, field hockey practice. But in reality, I was mad that she was going out with this boy instead of going out with me flash forward to college we go to the same college and we rush the same sorority i am still in the closet but i know very well that i am gay we have we go to a social and go together because we were the only ones that knew each other from um from childhood so we go we both get very 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 drunk and we actually end up making out We make out in my dorm room and one thing led to another and I slept with her, not in a sexual way, but we slept in the same bed and it was the greatest night of my life. Aw, I love that. Uh, (laughs) Jump forward 10 years, we're now married and I am pregnant with our first kid. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. That is the best queer story I've ever heard in my whole entire life. Wow. Well, congratulations. (laughs) I hope you and Janet live a life of absolute queer bliss. And I am in awe. But the fact that that actually ended up with you guys getting married and having a kid is amazing. I'm so happy for you guys. A grade school locker room? Grody. I feel like that's like, I can smell my grade school locker room now just like thinking about it. And it's disgusting on to the next one I got a bunch of people writing in being like I watched bring it on and realized I was gay when I was watching the girls flying through the air I watched stick it and realized that I was gay I watched motocross was a big one I don't know if you guys remember motocross that was one that I started questioning I didn't know what I was questioning but I was questioning um when she cut her hair to like look like the guy I was like That was like the first soft butch I ever remember seeing. Um, 
And so, so that kind of reminded me personally of a moment when I was watching a movie, um, being like, oh, oh, I have a feeling for a lady in an area that I wasn't expecting. I got the little tingle down below when I was watching Miss Congeniality and Sandra Bullock comes out of the airplane hangar looking like a fucking beautiful, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm, I'm like imagining it now. And as a, as a kid watching that, I was like, oh my God, she was so beautiful. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, I didn't like before I, when I would watch beautiful women on TV, I'd be like, oh my God, I want to look like them. And this time I was like, oh my God, I want to be with this one. <laughs> she was so cute. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Um, so yeah, that was my movie. <laughs> Growing up, I was like, oh, dear. All right. Uh, on to the <laughs> on to the next. That's a great movie also. Just like in general. Miss Congeniality. Also, just this has nothing to do with like queerness, which so sorry. Or maybe it does. William Shatner, fun fact, is like 90 years old. I didn't believe that until he went to space and it was like, William Shatner is the oldest man to ever go into space. I'm like, how old is he? Like 65? Surely there's older people than that. Homeboy is 90. Oh my God. I just, wow. The next one, um, this person wrote in when I started a Baywatch club in third grade to exclusively talk about ladies in their bathing suits. <laughs> yes. Yes, sis. You're, you're, you're definitely gay. Uh-huh. You're very, very gay. Fun fact, I'm pansexual, but I identify as a pansexual who will probably never date men again. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means I'm something else. I'm still discovering. Moving on. There was a lot that came in that were roughly the same thing. So like watching a movie or watching a TV show, reading a book. And I want to do an entire episode of the best queer coming of age TV shows, books, and movies because I personally didn't grow up watching any of those. I grew up watching The L Word secretly might I add and I and also the new L word very good if you haven't watched it the new generation whatever it's called very good um but I wanted to kind of shift a little bit into my personal stories because I have three um that well you kind of yeah four technically because you heard about Sandra Bullock I can talk about her again no okay okay fine that's fine I will um you just you just say the word and I will um, but I wanted to talk about the other stories that I knew and this kind of like will lead into a diff- more episodes, I'm sure. But the first one, I don't know if anybody remembers this, um, this, uh, um, website called post secrets. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but that was huge. When I was like a sophomore in high school, you would log on and like, I don't remember if it was every day, every couple of days or every week, new secrets would be posted. So people would like write their secrets down. It's all anonymous. People would write their secrets down on these like little note cards or some sort of art and then send it in to this website. And then you, there was a possibility of yours being posted on this website, like published again, all anonymous. And I remember there was like a while where there were a bunch of queer ones and there were a bunch of like 
I'm assuming women because it was like, I like this girl, but I can't like girls because I've been told that I can't like girls and all this other stuff. And I was like, just if you like a girl, just like a girl, it's fine. Like, who cares? And then, you know, that the religious trauma kind of kind of like kicks in a little bit. And they're like, oh, no, God cares. He's going to hate me. Um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> She's going to hate me. So sorry to misgender our Lord and Savior, Ariana Grande. Um, but so I remember going on Post Secrets and being like, oh, my God, there's people out here that like women like I like women or see women like I see women. What I don't know what this means. I don't know. I don't know what this means at all. And then, so I remember feeling some sort of validation going on there. Um, blast from the past. Am I right? Oh my God. Um, and also stuff like Tumblr. So, so many ladies kissing Google searches or Tumblr searches. Lady kissing lady. And being very happy when I saw that it was actually a thing. Um, of course, the whole getting drunk in college, going to parties, kissing girls, being like, oh my God. And of course, like everybody watching was like, yeah, that's fucking hot. Like all these stupid like cis men, like just cis straight men just looking to be like, yeah, yeah, you girls are kissing to make us happy. Like, first of all, fuck the fuck right off. And second of all, I know she might be, but I'm not. So fuck off. I really don't like men. There's like a select few that I enjoy. And I like men, but I don't like men. It's a, it's tricky. I'm still figuring it out. I'm in therapy. Don't worry. Um, But the last one that I wanted to talk about is when I was in grade school, I remember this so clearly. And hey, I may even get my mom on here one episode and be like, how did you know that I was gay before I knew that I was gay? And then she'll be like, there was a story when you were in grade school. (laughs) It's a story I'm about to tell you. Um, There was, I had a teacher in grade school. She taught English and we'll call her Mrs. um, Mrs. Kai because I'm looking at Kai. So So Mrs. Kai was my English teacher. I believe I was in the seventh grade and it was a rumor. I do not know if this is factual or not, but there was a rumor going around that she was a lesbian. And I didn't really know the word lesbian when I was that young. Um, first one, because I lived in a sheltered home and I didn't really have the space where queer knowledge was just readily available to everybody. <laughs> um, and, you know, I lived in Kentucky grew up in Kentucky, not the most queer safe place in the world. Apparently, according to USA Today, I saw on Instagram today that it's one of the top worst places for a queer person to live. Hopefully that's getting better because there's a really cool queer space in Louisville, which is where I grew up. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, But I was like, what is a lesbian? And somebody told me they're like, oh, it's where she likes girls and likes to kiss girls and not guys and in my brain and then before I could say anything the rest of the group was like oh my god that's so gross like oh my god how can she like women oh my god how can she not like boys boys are so great and me poor little closeted savannah was just like "Uh, but like is it what would it be that bad if she liked women like is that terrible thing to say Apparently, yes, when you're a seventh grade closeted kid in the country of Kentucky. 
But I remember thinking, I'm like, why is it so bad that she likes women? Like, I like women. Does that mean I'm bad? And that's probably also where a little bit of the internalized homophobia starts. But I remember being like, hmm, okay, okay. And I remember she wore a black ring. And that was like a thing, apparently, in my grade school, that if you were a lesbian, you wore a black ring, like a black stone. And so for for years, I avoided Blackstone because I'm like, nobody can know, nobody can see that I am gay. I didn't want anybody to know. So I was like, Blackstone, nope, not about it. Blackstone, nope, get away from me. No rings, no earrings, no necklace, nothing that had a black stone on it. Now I'll wear Blackstones all day, every day. But I remember driving home with my mom one day. I remember exactly where we were on the on the road. She was driving me home and I, I asked her, I was like, mom, I think, I think I'm a lesbian. And she was like, okay, why do you think that? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think I might be a lesbian. She's like, okay, well, do you like girls or do you like guys? And I was like, guys. And she's like, okay, so what do you think of girls? I'm like, they're really pretty. And she's like, Okay what do you think of Mrs. Kai? Like, what do you think? Cause I don't like, it was just a fact at that point. I'm not sure exactly like what started it. I was in seventh grade. There were other things I was worried about, like limited to. So I, so my mom was like, what do you think of Mrs. Kai? Do you, what do you think about her? And I was like, I mean, everyone's so mean to her. And Mrs. And my mom was like, okay, but like, what do you think about like, if she likes women, like what, how do, how does that make you feel? And I was like, I guess not good. And then she's like, okay then. And no tea, no shade to my mom. She was just, her little seventh grader was like, I think I'm gay. And she was like, eh. um, so no tea, no shade to her. And now looking back at it, I feel terrible. Also kids are the worst, but yeah, I remember, I remember that moment so clearly and just being like, yeah. Like, why is it so weird that she likes women? Like, I like women. I think women are beautiful. I think women are so fun. And yeah. So I knew I was gay probably from seventh grade on. And then I just buried it deep, deep, deep down until I was about 22. And I was like, oy vey, here we go again. And I started secretly watching like gay YouTubers and like started rewatching the L word. And yeah lesbian porn is a big one too so yeah that will do it for this part of the first episode of the stay gay podcast Woo! thank you everybody for like actually submitting stuff like that makes me very happy I wasn't I honestly didn't think anybody was and I was gonna have to make things up but I'm happy people didn't actually submitted stuff um and I'm sorry if my dogs were annoying but you know, it is what it is. All right. Now on to the final part of every episode, I'm going to do a little queer news segment. Um, nothing super long, obviously, but I did want to kind of highlight any news stories that I saw over the past week, um, that have to do with the LGBT community in America. And I live in Atlanta, Georgia, so in Georgia or just anywhere in the world. Um, and yesterday I saw, I'm, I'm recording this on January 5th. And so yesterday I saw that in the UK, if you have, uh, any convictions, of some, uh, on your record of consensual homosexual activity is now going to be wiped clean. Like, because if you didn't know homosexuality was illegal. 
and yeah, it's going to be wiped, which I think, um, honestly, I didn't know that that wasn't a thing, but it's apparently part of this thing called righting the wrongs of the past. And um, yeah, so good on you, UK. I'm proud of you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode. I am so excited and hopefully this content will stay fun. It'll stay light, um, except for those dark episodes, which are bound to happen. I mean, us queer folk are very, very deep people that have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of boo-boos from our past. So we'll all dive into those together, but please be sure to come back next week. I'm here every Wednesday, um, for more conversations about gay stuff. And I, my word of encouragement to you is just to, you know, it's a new year, right? Last year was last year and you have a whole year to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And right now is the time to grab it and go. That's what I did with this podcast, and I'm very, very happy with it, Um, mostly because I like to hear myself talk. All right, see you next week. Bye.